1: country you dream about maybe moving out of the land of the free just look at our shithole country god damn it is such a shame the wonderful things are gone now and you know who is to blame the GOP the GOP when it is your goal just to be a troll there is no glee fighting drag queens you are no in the GOP. They chip away at abortion, but they hate parental leave. They let farmer make a fortune, drug prices you can't believe. They ignore the changing climate, but whine about lab-grown meat. I guess we'll see if they notice when their voters die of heat. Oh, the GOP. The They'll filibuster all they can muster Just wait and see Suck the dick of the NRA But they won't let teachers say gay They hate this nation, want segregation The GOP, the GOP The planet they'll soil by drilling oil in the deep sea The Supreme Court was packed by Mitch But you know, guess what, life's a bitch Join them, militia, call it a mitzvah, the GOP the Newt is a brute, Boburt makes it hurt. Bad Gates will shout rates, the Conways will split. And Ron is withdrawn, and Graham is a sham. And MTG has no soul. My Pencie seems tense, Haley's not scary. And Mick's full of shit, and Rick is a dick. Kevin McCarthy, his job is crappy. And old Trump is in panda so them give credence to all your grievance so it might suck you don't give a fuck here GOP.
0: hello los angeles one more time for giovanni and shout out to producer brian He gets his anger out through song. (laughs) Welcome to Love It or Leave It Live or Else. Please give it up for Giovanni. She is the host and producer of the live comedy variety show Gajin AF, which will be right here at Dynasty Typewriter on Saturday, March 11th. We've got a great show for you tonight. Jonathan Braylock and Jerome Milligan are here to absolve you of your winter sins. Crooked Zone Lewis Vertel swings by for his annual display of otherworldly Oscar knowledge. An old-timey villain bemoans modernity. And Jenny Yang joins Louis Gerard, Jonathan Giovanni, and an appearance by producer Kendra for acceptance speeches. Hmm. But first, let's get into it. What a week. <laughs> Most high-profile Republicans skip this year's CPAC, but when there's only a little milk left at the bottom of the container, it sure does curdle faster. Michael Knowles, a commentator for The Daily Wire, and what happens when you ask ChatGPT to turn saying, excuse me, but I'm in a bit of a rush here, to a middle-aged woman carrying a heavy tray— into your personality, said this to cheers from the crowd.
2: There can be no middle way in dealing with transgenderism. It is all or nothing. Transgenderism must be eradicated from public life entirely.
0: Hey, hey, hey. (laughs) (laughs) Knowles defended the comment, saying it's not a call for genocide because he said transgenderism not transgender people adding it's just an idea like Judaism <laughs> there are a, there are a handful of words that should automatically send you plummeting through a trapdoor if you use them in a political speech and eradicate is number 1 oh the next word was going to be cancer shoulda said it faster <laughs> meanwhile our 50-50 shot at being our next president Donald Trump crammed what do you you get we're going to do this shit again Learn your goddamn lessons. (laughs) Our 60-40 shot at being our next president, (laughs) Donald Trump, crammed an impressive number of lies into his speech at CPAC, slandering his ancient enemy, the windmill, saying this. They want windmills all over the place that ruin our fields, kill our birds, and are very unreliable and are the most expensive energy ever developed. Ah, yes, the windmills, known for their extremely expensive fuel... Former Treasury Secretary Larry Summers said on Monday that the U.S. economy could experience a wild e coyote moment as the Fed raises interest rates to tame inflation. Oh, I don't think it's all that bad, said Vice President Kamala Harris for running face first into a brick wall with a tunnel painted on it. And then, moments later, President Biden ran right through the tunnel that for her was solid. She really has an impossible job. <laughs> A new batch of documents released as part of the Fox News Dominion defamation lawsuit revealed that Tucker Carlson was as sick of Trump as the rest of us after the 2020 election. On January 4th, 2021, Carlson texted a colleague, We are very, very close to being able to ignore Trump most nights. I truly can't wait. Carlson added, I hate him passionately. This raises the question, what other text did Tucker send that could have come from my phone? Does he text some Nazi grifter his Elden Ring build? Carlson wrote in another text, that's the last four years. We're all pretending we got a lot to show for it because admitting what a disaster it's been is too tough to digest. But come on, there isn't really an upside to Trump. Dance like no one's watching, love like you've never been hurt, text like you'll never be sued for defamation by a voting machine company. (laughs) Meanwhile, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer blasted Fox News and Tucker Carlson for selectively using security footage from January 6th to claim it wasn't a violent insurrection.
3: Millions of Americans tuned in to one of the most shameful hours we have ever seen on cable television.
0: But enough about the premiere of John from Cincinnati in 2007. I take your note. What is this, the final season of Game of Thrones? So here's the thing. John from Cincinnati, in and of itself, not shameful, but the fact that it cost us a fourth season of Deadwood. Uh. If you're listening to this at home, and that was for you, that was for you. (laughs) Senate Republicans were horrified by Carlson's depiction of the attack. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell told reporters, It was a mistake, in my view, for Fox News to depict this in a way that's completely at variance with what our chief law enforcement officials here in the Capitol thinks. I think it's bullshit, said North Carolina Senator Tom Tillis. Utah Senator Mitt Romney agreed, saying it's really sad to see Tucker Carlson go off the rails like that. Continued Romney, what is he, every train? (laughs) House Speaker Kevin McCarthy said he had no regrets about giving Carlson exclusive access to the footage. Said McCarthy, I said from the very beginning, transparency. Kevin McCarthy is the political equivalent of having a container of fries in your hand and checking your watch. Do you know what I mean? Does that make sense to you? (laughs) He's less than a step ahead. (laughs) In other news, Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders approved legislation this week that cut back on several child labor protections in Arkansas. This sounds pretty bad, but when it comes to Arkansas Republicans lowering a legal age limit, it's not the worst one we could imagine. (laughs) Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell was hospitalized for a concussion in D.C. after tripping and falling at a hotel during a private dinner. He is doing okay but has shocked his colleagues by suddenly being incredibly kind and funny and generous, (laughs) leaving his motorcade to visit with some of his unhoused neighbors and announcing his intent to push Senate Republicans to join him in reviving the child tax credit. He was laughing and taking in the warm sun, realizing he'd never stopped even once in all his years to feel these feelings, telling his wife Elaine that he wanted to go on a second honeymoon. That would really be like a first because now colors were brighter and he was alive. And how he felt for her, a love that taught him how to love the whole world. And as he entered the Senate chamber with a smile none of us has ever seen before on his face, a kind of far off look of a man reborn with a copy of the child tax credit expansion in his pocket. Boom! A Klieg light on a frayed rope fell from the rafters and clocked him on the head as Ted Cruz put a pair of shears back in his pocket. Mitch staggered for a moment and rubbed his head and said, Where am I? What's happening? At At which point, Ted Cruz reminded the minority leader that he was there to oppose a budget bill that would use unspent fighter jet money to fix holes in school roofs. Sorry about that, everybody. Mitch is back. In my absolute favorite story of the week, Tennessee Lieutenant Governor Randy McNally, who has a history of championing anti-LGBTQ legislation, was dragged online after screenshots of him publicly liking and commenting on a gay young man's thirst traps were circulated on social media. (laughs) Now look, have I left comments like these short? Comments like, Super look, Finn. (laughs) Just three hearts and three flame emojis. And my favorite, Finn, you can turn a rainy day into rainbows and sunshine. This is the lieutenant governor, Republican. He is a great-grandfather. He is pursuing anti-gay, anti-trans bills. And at night, when he gets off work to unwind, he goes super fucking horny. (laughs) Pleasant for using his official Instagram account to leave these comments. As newsrooms get slashed, it is incumbent on politicians to do their weird secret shit completely out in the open. McNally also commented on one of McClure's nudes, great picture, Finn. Best wishes for continued health and happiness. (laughs) (laughs) One note, and I do think this is important. Finn is not a name that this person uses publicly. It is a nickname that the lieutenant governor is drawing from his private correspondence with this person. It is cool that no level of horniness can overcome old person posting patterns. McNally, <laughs> McNally is about to burst into flames of unmet sexual desire and still commenting stuff like, Very nice. I hope for your success in all your future endeavors. <laughs> Said Mcnally spokesperson in a statement, and this is real, trying to imply something sinister or inappropriate about a great-grandfather's use of social media says more about the mind of the left-wing operative making the implication than it does about <laughs> Randy McNally. Yeah, shame on you filthy-minded lives. It's because of you that great-grandfathers can't innocently comment keep up the good work on young men showing whole anymore. LAUGHTER <laughs> The spokesman went on to say, does he always use the proper emoji at the proper time? Maybe not. You see, in the Lieutenant Governor's Day, eggplant emoji followed by sweaty face emoji meant may Christ be with you. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Marion Williamson officially announced her bid for the presidency this week, telling reporters, I'm not challenging Joe Biden, I'm challenging the system. She's right about the first part. George... (laughs) George and Kellyanne Conway have announced that they are in the final stages of getting a divorce after 22 years of marriage. And so today we send our condolences to all the politically engaged couples out there with marriages on the rocks who console themselves by thinking, we have problems, but look at that. <laughs> Michelle Obama shared on her new podcast that she broke down and cried for 30 minutes straight shortly after leaving Trump's inauguration. I see Michelle is finally coming around to my motto from high school. When they go low, we go cry. <laughs> I'm fine. I do this now. Toblerone will no longer be able to feature the Matterhorn on its packaging after the company shifted some production out of Switzerland and became insufficiently Swiss to claim the association under Swiss law. Switzerland, we take a stand on the important stuff. Food manufacturers are now complaining that the FDA's new guidelines around added sugar and other ingredients would mean almost no packaged foods would be allowed to be labeled healthy. In response to no longer being able to pretend their products are healthy, ConAgra, the parent company of Healthy Choice, said this. It is our strong conviction that if FDA's proposal is adopted in its current form, companies like ConAgra will have every incentive to shift their innovation efforts away from products labeled as healthy and toward less healthy options, which is an amazing threat, like a movie mobster standing over a weeping, bleeding form threatening to hurt him. You think you're fat now, America? We've still got the corn syrup phaser set to stun. We will, we will jam hoses down your beaks like the foie gras geese you are. We will hide sugar in everything. You will go to bed stuffed and wake up sticky, you motherfuckers. (laughs) Meanwhile, an appeals court ruled that dairy companies in the U.S. can call their cheese Gruyere, even though it wasn't produced in the Gruyere region of Switzerland. An attorney representing the plaintiff told reporters, it's a surprising outcome, especially since this case is about abortion rights. (laughs) I love that one. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of bangers tonight. You came in a good night. (laughs) According to the BBC, the chrism oil, that is the sacred oil that will be used to anoint King Charles III at his coronation, will be animal cruelty-free this time around. In past coronations, the ritual has been conducted with civet oil from civet glands and ambergris, which comes from whale intestines, because otherwise it doesn't work. (laughs) But... This new Chisholm oil isn't fooling me. You can clearly taste the difference. <laughs> the, work- <laughs> the workplace messaging app Slack announced plans to incorporate ChatGPT into its platform where it will help users write faster replies to their coworkers. Though it doesn't work very well, Hallie sent me a batch of monologue jokes today, and my Slack kept replying, Thanks, they should sell Ozempic at McDonald's. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Next month, Amazon is planning to launch its brand new NFT marketplace. That's the beauty of a company like Amazon. They have the scale of a government, but the speed and innovation of a startup. So they can pounce on an idea like an NFT marketplace and launch it right in the white hot moment when people are demanding it most. (laughs) Meanwhile, Tesla is being investigated by regulators after customers complained that their new Model Y's steering wheels detached while they were driving. (laughs) Relax, that's just part of the autopilot. As in, you autopilot in the trap. Because all the parts fell off. I have got to get rid of this fucking thing. I have, like Every week it's a fucking, it's a coffin on wheels. Fuck. <laughs> the only reluctance in saying that is I'm worried about the resale value. I got to of this fucking Tesla. <laughs> oh, fuck. Get an electric car, it'll be great. Oh, he's a Nazi grifter on the internet all the time. I didn't know. It wasn't like I was like, oh, I really can't wait to bask in the reflected glory of this fucking brand. When I got the Tesla, I felt weird. Then I got the thing, sat in my driveway for a whole pandemic. By the time I got in, it, he was a goddamn monster. I didn't have one good day. Anyway, a lightly used... (laughs) If anyone's in the market for a lightly used blue 2020 Model Y with 12,000 miles and the scent of screams from the inside, (laughs) steering wheel is attached. Does rattle like a bitch, though. When you're in a Tesla, it really lets you know you're on the highway. (laughs) It feels like it was made by a kid for one of those boxcar derbies. You know, like it was a dad and a son in the basement trying to bond using a drill bit for the third time. That's what it feels like. like, But don't worry, it does also still drive itself so you can drive with your eyes closed. A Washington Post investigation found that a group of Catholic philanthropists spent millions on app data they used to identify gay priests. Actually, half the money was spent on app data. The other half was paying Pedro Pascal to do a little dance in the narthex. Joe Rogan opened the doors to his Comedy Mothership, a new comedy club that has been billed as being anti-cancel culture. I just flew into the Comedy Mothership, and boy, are my premises tired. (laughs) You can mock it, but women agree, it's a perfect last-date spot. Disgraced Dilbert creator Scott Adams, whose comic strip was dropped by countless newspapers after his racist YouTube rant, announced plans to launch his own private subscription service. Dilbert reborn. That's right, folks. The Dilbert Plus. (laughs) (laughs) Finally, Scott Adams will have his own platform to freely espouse the incredibly subversive message of Dilbert. Boy, is work boring sometimes. (laughs) At a party during Paris Fashion Week, Avril Lavigne and Tyga were seen kissing, confirming rumors of their relationship. He was a skater boy. She died in 2003. (laughs) A recent essay revealed that Julia Roberts was set to star in 1998's Shakespeare in Love, only to quit after they criticized her British accent. Oi, Romeo! Oi! <laughs> <laughs> Oi, <Oy. laughs> Romeo! Romeo! What's all this then? <laughs> Why did they make me so embarrassing? An American Airlines passenger was banned from flying with the airline after allegedly urinating on his seatmate, which I feel bad about because I did ask for it three people were recently arrested in japan in connection with a viral video that depicts a young man drinking straight from a restaurant soy sauce bottle in what has been called an act of sushi terrorism but that's politics one person's sushi terrorist is another person's sushi freedom fighter (laughs) colombia is considering a transfer of over 70 of pablo escobar's hippopotamuses to india and mexico as part of a plan to control their population. I don't know why Colombia wants to control India and Mexico's population, but 70 cocaine-crazed hippos should do the trick. (laughs) (laughs) And finally, a Massachusetts man was sentenced to probation for illegally capturing wild hares in Maine for the purpose of training dogs. The man had originally planned to plead not guilty, but his lawyer advised him to be very, very quiet. (laughs) Coming up next, Louis Ver... Don't wah-wah me. Bring the fucking energy down right before a break. Who the fuck do you think you are? Think about how little you, one person in an audience of hundreds of thousands, and yet you decided you wanted to be on the fucking podcast. That's the mindset of an assassin. That's how Rabin died. I'm so sorry. That was... (laughs) <laughs> I take it back. <laughs> it was too much, <laughs> but it was funny. Coming up next, Lewis Fratello is here.
2: Hey, don't go anywhere. There's more of Love It or Leave It coming up.
0: Love It or Leave It is brought to you by Fast Growing Trees. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? You can grow lemon, avocado, olive, or fig trees inside your home. On top of the wide variety of houseplants available, fast-growing trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day alive and thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. Mike Pence should have gotten one of those after election day. (laughs) (laughs) the experts at fast-growing trees curate thousands of plants for all climates locations and needs available 24 7 you can talk to a plant expert about your soil type landscape designs and how best to take care of your plants the point is i may not have a green thumb but that's why fast-growing trees is perfect for me because it makes it so easy Right now, they have some of the best deals online, like up to half off on select plants. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code LOVEIT at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com using the code LOVEIT at checkout. Fastgrowingtrees.com, code LOVEIT. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Would you go for a run? Would you take a nap? Would you read a book? Would you show up for a friend?
2: I mean, or maybe I'd hang out with a friend. I don't know if I would show up for a friend. Well, Okay. <laughs> Good to know.
0: Good to know. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. Yeah, we do. But at the same time, then you check your screen time on your phone and it's always like Ooh. six hours a day. Mm. I feel there's a lot of people running around playing busy, you know? Yeah. If you're on your phone for six hours, you could be less busy. You could be less Just put busy. your phone down. I'm as I'm a guilty as anybody. That's what therapy is for. It help figure out these problems.
2: Put it on your phone for an hour during therapy. Yeah,
0: you can't be on your phone during therapy. They hate it. <laughs> but they can't stop you. It's your hour. Anyway, the point is everybody needs therapy. I need it. John needs it. Anyone else? Anybody else? <laughs> no, that's it. Just that's the, two, it. Of Just the it. two of us need it. Just the two of us. <laughs> And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash love it today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot love it. And we're back. This Sunday is the 95th Annual Academy Awards. Here to slap me across the face for publicly insulting his beautiful wife. It's the one and only, the host of Keep It,
2: Louis Vertel. Come on out, Louis. How are you doing, Louis? I'm great. I just want to say your Mitch McConnell impression before. Did he have a Liverpool accent? What was going on there? It was Here's giving Ringo Starr. That's really nice
0: of you to say. Yeah. Uh, when I do an impression, it is literally just that. An impression. Oh,
2: okay. And you don't
0: know what you're going to get.
2: You know who did a lot of impressions like that? Robin Williams? Like, when he would do a little voice like this, like, who were you imitating? Sometimes it was was just, like, voices. Yeah, they're just
5: voices. I mean,
0: I
2: would, yeah. It's just wherever the coke takes you. Right, yeah.
0: (laughs) All right. What is the Oscar controversy you personally care about the most this year?
2: This year? Honestly, as just an obsessive viewer, not a writer on the telecast, just how we can possibly top the insanity of last year. I remember sitting there watching the Will Smith thing and just thinking, I've never seen anything like this before. And it's not like I really even cared to talk about it. I just it's banked in my mind as this there will never be another moment like this thing. So I don't know for better or for worse that we have to follow that up, but can we? I'm curious. <laughs>
0: so many things have become so routine and so kind of corporatized. Yes. You know, the mobsters don't own the casinos. The award shows are pretty predictable. That really was a moment where, like, it felt like from before these things were televised. Do you remember in the very early seasons of Drag Race? they really didn't remember they were on television because they barely were. And so, like, they really just, like, winning this is what mattered. They wanted to destroy each other. They didn't think about the narrative. They didn't think about the story they were telling. I
2: felt like it was from that time. I want to say something about early Drag Race, too. Something that I think we're missing now is that in the early seasons, it was really, like, hardened queens who had just been out there at clubs finally meeting up to, like, beat each other on television. And there was a real angst about that. And now they're all, like, nice and, like tiktok oriented it's just like i miss when there was just a resting i'm 42 and i've had it energy about drag race i think that's right i think
0: that's right do you think a mob is going to storm the stage when andrea riseborough wins for To leslie
2: i'm going to be a part of the mob <laughs> supportively <laughs> that's my jan six moment yeah, yeah. <laughs> you'll, you'll just did you guys like, see To leslie
0: no one saw two leslie i
2: know, I know it's like 11 people altogether together saw it including like me that's it She really is amazing in it. Like she was always in my top five for the season. So it doesn't feel crazy to me that she's in the final five lineup. That said... She's been very scarcely seen this award season, and I think that's on purpose.
0: Yeah, it's the sort of thing like, I got the nomination. I probably shouldn't press my luck. Yeah, right. People, you know, <laughs> don't draw the evil eye. Can you explain the Michelle Yeoh Instagram controversy and how we should feel about it?
2: Sure. So somebody on her team, may have been Michelle Yeoh, posted an article that said a lot of things, mostly just in support of her performance, but it also said, you know, there's only been one actress of color to win. Uh, best actress ever. but uh, It's been 20 years since that happened. That was Halle Berry.
0: That was 20 years ago? God yes. damn it, we no, are getting fucking old. We're quite old. Jesus, quite old. I was an adult. <laughs> Keep going. Forget it. Forget it. Keep moving.
2: But the gist of the article could be seen as, you know, saying don't vote for Kate Blanchett or whatever, like anti kate Blanchett a little bit. And so people wondered if it was against the rules, basically. And of course, those are like gray areas with Academy voting anyway. So she took it down. But people were mad at her for, you know, because it was like the last day of Oscar voting, too. So it could have swayed people in her favor, et cetera.
0: Um, hey, do you have any more questions about how Brendan Fraser became fat? Are you <laughs> interested in any more dialogue about that? I've only seen hundreds of hours
2: of <laughs> oh, yeah. commentary about it. Yeah, I remember the movie Shallow Hell. I'm not surprised we can still pull it off. No. <laughs> Lewis. Yes. The world knows you have a compendium
0: of Oscar knowledge. Yes. Wisdom we've tested right here on this very stage but we're going to put you to the test. Okay. It wasn't enough to quiz you on this year's awards or past year's awards. We took a step back in our size two small Christian Louboutins, which the (laughs) stylist made us wear, but neglected to mention we're so tight. Louis, (laughs) you are now about to take not only Oscars trivia, but trivia about Spike TV's Guy's Choice Awards. Oh, Jesus. Viacom celebration of all things Guy that ran, if you can really believe it, from 2007 all the way to 2016, as if Spike TV saw the nation-elect the guy's president and said, we should probably stop. <laughs> We've done enough. Which is why we're calling today's quiz Men on the Oscars or the Oscars for Men. Oh my gosh.
2: <laughs> Can I call Glad? Oh my God. This feels violent.
0: Cate Blanchett is the only Oscar winner among this year's crop of Best Actress nominees.
2: What films did she previously win for? Just Cate Blanchett's wins. So she won for The Aviator and Blue Jasmine. Correct. That's not a wow. Wait that's for it. Right. Well, yeah. let's, let's, let's... I can name all our nominations. Okay. <laughs> Two people have Nobel Prizes and Oscars. Who are they? George Bernard Shaw. Correct. And uh, is the other one... It's not... Who's the other one? We could add this year Ishiguro, who's nominated for a living, but that's not who you're talking about. And, they have, yeah, nope, that's and not the other about. one is a Nobel Prize winner. Mm, it's not Pearl S. Buck, is it? No. Oh, who's the other one? Uh, singer. Oh, Bob Dylan, of course. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, A Nobel. Yeah, you wrote songs, yeah. (laughs) Seems a little cheap, ultimately, right. Could they find someone people
0: might not know a lot about and lift up incredible work that might be a bit more esoteric? Sure, they could. Or you can give Bob Dylan the award. Right. Did he even go? I don't even know that he went. Which of the following was not a category at any installment of the Guy Awards? Oh, God, okay. Was it A, Naughty as Cyber Vixen, B, Hot and Smart, The Ultimate Package. C, Jean-Claude Goddamn. Or D, Hotter
2: in Hell. You're saying only one of those is fictional.
0: Only one of those is fictional. Three of them are real.
2: Man, I just can't imagine Jean-Claude Van Damme would be much of a player culturally during that time. So I'm going to say that one. No, incorrect. Oh. It was Hot and Smart. <laughs> uh. <laughs> they only cared about half of that. I just want to say that it's rare that two things are a complete package anyway. Yeah. I should have seen through that. Yeah, it should be a triple threat. <laughs> like short.
0: <laughs> can you name the five Irish actors nominated for awards this year,
2: and can you say all of them in an Irish accent? Oh God, I will spare them that, unfortunately. Um, so you got your Colin Farrell, correct? Carrie Condon, yep. Brendan Gleeson, correct? Barry Keoghan, uh huh. And Paul Mescal. Wow, yeah.
0: <laughs> Judd Hirsch now has the record for the longest period between Oscar nominations. How mm-hmm. many years has it been? Since his last nomination.
2: Okay, so he's nominated this year for a very small part in the Fablemans, and his last was for one of my favorite best picture wins of all time, Ordinary People, in 1980, in the 81 ceremony. Fucking correct. <laughs> uh.
0: That's another thing that it was an Oscar for 80 in the 81 ceremony.
2: It's a huge thing in Oscar trivia when they're asking the question if they say the year that's the year of the ceremony, I'm like, oh, this is amateur hour, I have to leave. It's I, know, the year I, of I know the movie. Yeah, right. It's yeah. the
0: year of the fucking mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. Who did Mickey Work beat in 2009
2: for Guy of the Year? Woof. He had that much of a moment with the wrestler that they're like, he's the Guy of the Year. No other men qualified.
0: Well, several other competed, but only one could win. Who okay. did Mickey Rourke beat in 2009 for Guy
2: of the Year? I'm going to go with Barack Obama. Correct. Yes.
1: <laughs>
2: that, that is correct. Spike TV <laughs> awarded Guy of
0: the Year to... To Mickey Rourke over Barack Obama. (laughs) One, a sensitive portrayal of a wrestler at the end of his career. The other, the first black president in American history. Todd Field is nominated this year for Best Original Screenplay for Tar. He was previously nominated
2: twice for Best Adapted Screenplay. What are those films? Well, Todd Field has only made three movies, so... The other two are In the Bedroom and Little Children. Correct. Yeah. Wow. Which fucking both of nuts. those are amazing. If you're not up on Todd Field's work, it takes you only six hours to see it all. So,
0: Only three films have ever swept Best Picture, Director, Actress, Actor, and Screenplay. Can you name the three? Uh, it happened one night. Correct. One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Correct. And... I love watching the fucking neurons synapses firing. Wait, that's it? No. Nope. I believe you more than this card, but yeah. this card says there's one more movie.
2: Hold on. Mm, actor, actress. I don't think there is.
0: What is it? That's a confident one. What if I told oh, you? Oh, Silence, Silence of the Lambs. Silence of the Lambs. I forgot that. Is yeah, it, yeah. Does it count? Is it real? Yes, it Yeah, yes, yes. we did it.
2: Yes.
6: Yes.
0: Who I was, was like, was it really a screenplay? Yes. Go who ahead. was honored in 2008 for a decade of hotness? And you're not going to believe this the illustrious Decade of Hotness Award. Was it yes. A? Decade of hotness, Drew Barrymore. Mm. B. Decade of hotness, Cameron Diaz. C. Decade of hotness, Penelope Cruz. Or D. Decade of hotness, Olivia Munn.
2: A decade would be a little long for Olivia Munn, so I'm going to vote her out. What was the second one? Cameron Diaz. I think it's Cameron Diaz. Correct. (laughs) Yeah. Bringing the same correctness to the guys' wards. Cameron Diaz, so synonymous with the early 2000s. Like the entire reason we believed in low rise jeans is because of Cameron Diaz. Yeah. (laughs) That's right. Single-handedly. That's right. She, she hurt a lot of people.
0: Across this, year's, <laughs> across this year's acting categories, only four performers have been previously nominated for an Oscar. Angela right. Bassett and Michelle Williams are two. Who are the others?
2: Kate Blanchett uh-huh. and Judd Hirsch. Yeah. yeah.
0: Who was the last honoree in the Oscars in Memoriam
2: reel in 2017? Ooh. There's not a trick to this. They weren't no. secretly alive or something. No. Um, do I get a hint on this one? You're Our Only Hope. Oh, Carrie Fisher? Yeah. I'm surprised it's not older than that. Which two people were pitted
0: against each other during the 2009 Best Bush matchup? Holy shit. Oh, oh, the Bush twins. You're on the right track. Oh. It was Will Ferrell and Josh Brolin.
2: (laughs) Oh, I get it. Yes. Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And finally. Okay. Which of these is not a category that was once used at Spike Guy Choice Awards? All right. A, best girl-on-girl girl scene, B, hottest twins, C, historical wood hit, or D, porn again. That's right. Three of those are real. Yes. Which one is
2: fake? I want to be clear. The fourth one is porn again. Like born again. Yes. Like porn again. As in they did porn once and then they decided to do it a second time.
0: Or maybe they were doing porn, then left porn, then returned to it. What was the second one? Hottest twins. twins. I'm going to go with that. No, it was uh. historical wood hit. Ugh. But, you know, it's just for fun. 1956, Best Supporting Actress.
2: Oh, Dorothy Malone and Written on the Wind. 19- yeah. 1991,
0: Best Director. Jonathan Demme for Science of the Lambs. 1987, Best Supporting Actor.
2: It should have been Vincent Gardinia for Moonstruck, but it was Sean Connery in The Untouchables.
0: 1972, Best Adapted
2: Screenplay. Mm, that's uh, The Godfather.
0: Thank you so much, Lewis. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go listen to Keep It and go watch Jimmy Kimmel. And if you laugh at a joke on Oscar Sunday...
2: Oh, yes, I'm writing on this Oscar, so you have to laugh no matter what. You've encouraged it tonight, so... When we come back, get off the tracks, An old-timey villain is here.
0: <laughs> and we're back. Another Norfolk Southern train derailed in Ohio on Saturday because, folks... When it trains, it pours. I'm... (laughs) I can make that joke because while the crash did send 28 cars sliding off the tracks, it didn't cause any injuries or send a big toxic cloud of poison into the atmosphere. Hashtag not all derailments. (laughs) Still, it's not ideal that today's freight trains aren't happy to paint within the lines, as it were. And no one's more upset about it than our next guest. Please welcome Transportation Secretary... Nope. Uh, Still trying to rebuild there. Uh, (laughs) Please welcome an old-timey villain. (laughs) Old-timey villain, thank you for being here. Oh, okay, I see the problem. No, this isn't a silent movie. You can say stuff out loud, and we really need you to.
6: Oh, oh, (coughs) totally. Sorry about that. (laughs) These dastardly old habits. Good evening, John. (laughs) Hi. A good evening to be sure. Will it stay good. Only time will tell. (laughs) Sorry, slipped into autopilot again there. I'm not plotting anything. It's great to be here.
0: Okay, so... (laughs) So I have to tell you, it really warmed my heart that you, a self-proclaimed villain, reached out to ask us to talk about these train derailments. You're the quintessential bad guy, but even you care about the safety of workers and the environment.
6: Oh, not at all, John. (laughs) I'm just sick of tying these damsels to the train tracks only for the goddamn train to never show up.
0: Oh, Jesus. Uh,
6: Do you have any idea what a shit show that is? You've got this lady tied to the railroad. She's screaming her head off. An hour goes by. Two hours! Now it's just super quiet and awkward. And she's like, Uh, Hey, man, where's this train at? You're both getting hungry. Then you get a breaking news notification and find out that thing derailed ten miles north. Now you're just standing there with your fucking dick in your hand.
0: Oh, boy. (laughs) Has this been happening a lot? Oh, look.
6: Look, I try to keep busy, John. (laughs) Every train derailment you hear about, that's one more damsel I've had to untie from the train tracks and drive all the way back to her house. And I'm sorry to be uncouth in mixed company, but that car ride sucks ass, John. Okay. You can give this damsel the ox cord, offer to stop at McDonald's drive-thru, you name it, she's gonna stay distressed as hell.
0: Yeah, sure. Yeah, women be crazy uh, when you tie them to the train tracks.
6: You said it, brother. It's like the train thing was an hour ago. Why are we still talking about this? Are you on your period or something?
0: Oh, right. I
6: guess we shouldn't be surprised
0: that you're the fucking worst. So wait, if the train never comes, you just give up and take her home? You don't try to carry out your villainy in in some other way?
6: Of course not. I'm a train track villain. It's a very specific craft. My father was a train track villain, and his father was a train track villain, and his father before him, my great-great-grandfather, sold hats. But his father... Train track villain.
0: Let's see. So you took over the family business. Mom and pop villainy is what's under threat here.
6: Exactly. And by the way, I don't blame Pete Buttigieg for what's happening. I actually feel for the fellow.
0: I'm terrified to ask, but but why is that?
6: Again, I hate to offend the delicate sensibilities of your guests. But John, the transportation secretary, is a homosexual.
0: Yeah, I'm a, I'm aware
6: as a train track villain I've been coded as gay for a very long time people see a dainty little mustachioed freak in a big campy cape prancing around and cackling and they jump to conclusions I'm not gay as it happens I'm as hetero as they come routinely terrorizing random women is one of the straightest things a man can do John
0: of course of course that makes sense
6: but I know what Pete's up against, and I feel for him villain to villain. The right blames him for all the derailments, and then it seems like no one on the left wants to defend him. He's out there all by himself. He's just the wrong kind of gay, John.
0: Nah, no, he's he's McKinsey gay, not Bravo gay.
6: Yes, 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 yes. And not his fault. Not his fault. He's like that one whale that calls at a different frequency from every other whale. So the other whales never have his back on Twitter <laughs> or, or invite him over to watch Drag Race. But I'm not here to feel sorry for Pete. I'm here to feel sorry for me.
0: You're right. Let's stay on track. Mm. Huh? Yeah,
6: okay. This is one
0: train Pete can't derail. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. That sucks. I regret it.
6: Uh, Oh, it's just hard to see my whole way of life disappear, you know. It's like the rail companies themselves are the villains now. It's vertical integration. Where does that leave a small business like me?
0: Hey, hey, come on now, don't say that. Sure, corporate villains are big these days, but people still need individual monsters to hate.
6: I don't know, John. Tying damsels to the train tracks is a slow, it's artisanal. It's small patch. I can only train track so many women a year because I value the quality of my work over quantity. But this modern economy you've all built, it's an incredible killing machine. How am I supposed to compete?
0: You're an Etsy page up against the Sheen of senseless death.
6: Every year it gets harder. The botched pandemics, the lax gun laws, the broken healthcare system. Sometimes your fancy scientists can't even say who died. Just that particulate matter in the air should lifespan for millions of people. Think about it, John. Your magical tech companies were making phones and apps that are so riveting and distracting. You can't look away, right? Sure. And at the same time. Your precious car companies made pickup trucks twice as big with giant grills in the front as if designed to tenderize human flesh.
0: Well, when you put it that way...
6: Diabolical! No one person to blame but a rise in pedestrian deaths that makes 9-11 look like something much less bad like a school shooting. What? I'm a villain! And that's hard to hear, but obviously true!
0: Keep it moving, you freak.
6: Okay, if an all-timey villain killed as many people as high fructose corn syrup, you'd declare a war. But I don't even register anymore, John. I'm a blip. And if these trains keep flopping over in Ohio, I'll be nothing. That's why I'm calling my representatives and demanding freight rail safety reforms. And when the media tries to make one person a villain, to make one person a story, even if we hate them, even if it's... Trump, please remember this Teach a person to kill They'll kill for a day Teach a system to kill And it'll kill for the rest of your life An old-timey villain Everybody Thank you, John, thank you Remember, hire your independent local villain For your next elaborate murder
0: (laughs) And the old-timey villain exits Jenny Yang, everybody She has a show right here at Dynasty Typewriter on April 5th called Self Help Me, a competitive self-help comedy show. And her latest dates are always at JennyYang.tv. When we come back, it's time for some spring cleaning.
2: Don't go anywhere. This is Love It or Leave It, and there's more on the way.
4: And
0: we're back! This weekend, Daylight Saving Time will joyfully shove us into a brighter future. And just in time, because spring has sprung in Los Angeles after an unseasonably cold and rainy winter, the pink trumpet trees are in bloom. Stray people are peeking their heads out of their burrows in search of the season's first cold brew, the very nectar that sustained L.A.'s gay community throughout these cold, dark months. <laughs> What better time then for all of us to swiffer out our cobweb-covered souls with some emotional spring cleaning, here to help us air out our summer wardrobes of the mind and beat our dusty rugs with a tennis racket. The rugs are the human experience. The tennis racket is comedy. You know them from the hilarious Black Man Can't Jump in Hollywood podcast. Welcome the wonderful Jonathan Braylock and Jerome Milligan. Hi, guys. Hello, hello. I got to do some springtime. Oh, welcome, welcome. Thanks, thanks, for oh, nice hi, hi, thanks for being here. Oh, yeah, yeah, nice cat. Thanks for being here.
8: I like that. look at this.
0: Ooh. Wow.
8: Got a, a of... leather
9: couch and the light.
8: Yeah, oh, yeah, it's nice, except for this mess, but everything else is really yeah. nice. Yeah. yeah that's not great. on my side. My yeah. side's good. Okay. This side's
9: good. Yeah. Huh, this side's
8: good. Mm-hmm. All right, well. It's on your side. So. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> How do you I think? get it. I got the ro- <laughs> bad side. You got the, both got good sides. This is great. Yeah. I mean, both sides of my face are nice. <laughs> I wanted more support from the audience. They didn't, yeah, give, it no nothing, no, didn't no, give it to Nothing.
9: Nothing. Didn't give it to They
0: gave you no. nothing. Oh, no, thank you. Don't
9: do that. Oh. Both of my sides of my face are nice. <laughs> How dare All you? All I had to do was pander a little
8: bit, and you, I got it.
0: You know what's happening? They're getting into the rhythm of the two of you together sure. being incredibly in sync. I'm trying to do the same thing. It's like I'm running along a train, right. and I'm going to get on. Oh, you can jump on.
8: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hop on board. Yeah, you know.
0: And here I am. <laughs> we can squeeze three on this couch. I made it weird. <laughs> <laughs> okay let's discuss this yeah. what are your thoughts on daylight saving time how do you feel it's, about it it's wait is it over it, no it's a, technically about to begin we're gonna enter daylight do you saving know, time when I,
8: I, save it? I thought they were gonna end it
0: i thought they well, said they, they were they, 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 here's what happened okay yeah please. it actually got <laughs> snuck into a bill and then everyone's like wait we didn't want to do this only eight of you wanted to do this you can't just sneak that shit in you can't tell Michigan what time it is without a conversation. <laughs> <That's real. laughs> so it fell out. But it's, people do want to repeal right. it and permanently be in daylight saving time. Right now we're in standard time, which is why it gets light earlier and dark earlier. Right. We're going to spring ahead. So oh, we're going to oh, we so go lose an hour, which sucks. But then we get an extra hour of nighttime right. and brightness, which is good.
8: Keep it that way all year is what I think.
0: Uh, why? Why You're,
9: do you are like are going you back in us Think about it. When you go back in time, you go back in time. And then you get to go forward in time. So it's like you get to jump between okay. like the future okay. and the past. If you, no, hear me no, out. It's right. not
0: like once a year we get an hour to undo all our mistakes. I
8: mean, you, you gotta get, to play it. It'd be cool it right. if we did. It'd be you cool gotta if we did. Right. Listen, if you care that much about going back in time, you can hop on a plane and fly to New York, okay? Wait. What? <laughs> I mean, but then you fly back to no, LA no, no, and no, hold on! I wasn't no, done. No, no, hold on! I wasn't done. He wasn't he, he done. On. I wasn't done. He wasn't
9: I'm, done. I'm interested. Keep
8: what happens? I was talking about the different time zones. Listen, just fly to Australia and then fly back somewhere. You, you, something will happen. <laughs> What are those ways you're going to be traveling into the future or the past? I don't know.
9: I want to go to the past. You want to go to the past? Yeah, because think about it. If you go to the past, you can undo stuff,
8: right? I, then... I've never heard a black man say they wanted to go to a past.
9: Wait, time out. First off, I'm not going way in the past. Okay. I'm trying to, go, trying to go a week or two.
0: It was trying not... to play the lotto. I'm just, okay? I truly Damn. don't... I don't think it's safe for literally anyone to go past 91. I don't... <laughs> I don't think anything before that is good. Like, there was like one gay guy on the real world, and they were like, that's crazy. That's real. That's real. No, I'm trying to go back to last week
9: because, listen, my aunt called me and said my birthday hit in the lotto, and I would have won a bunch of money. And then she was like, you should play the lotto. And I would go back to last Tuesday, put my birthday in, and I'd be a millionaire right now. Science, okay? Time travel no, no, is no, science. has
8: absolutely nothing Time to do with Time travel
9: is science. So just, just seen Back to the okay.
0: Future. So you'd be a millionaire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Here's something you'll also have to do. What, what's happening? Which is the moment you get back, you have to find yourself and kill him. This is true. Because you've gone back a week. Yep. You, a week ago, I like don't this. know that this conversation is going to yeah. happen. You We're don't know anything now. about it. So you've jumped back a week. Wait, and you wait. now, your goal <laughs> yeah. is to win the lotto. But the problem is there can't be two of you. Nope. People will want have questions. It'll be a whole fucking mess. Right. So you get to win the lotto. You can do it but you have to fucking murder yourself mm-hmm. and dispose of the body in a way that doesn't invite questions because no one will believe you that the person you've killed was you. They'll just throw you in prison.
2: Yeah. What the...
0: What just happened? Well, okay. What, this is what you asked for. You're, no. it's, it's a week ago. Oh, yeah. You're a millionaire yep. and there's blood all over your fucking oh, car. Yeah.
8: Is this what the writer's room for Ant-Man at <laughs> Quonservanium felt like?
0: All right, time for my second question. Okay. <laughs> second question. Okay, Good. So are you guys mourning people? <laughs>
9: My life, because I had to kill myself in the past. <laughs> Did,
8: am I mourning anyone? Uh, I don't think he meant mourning as in, are you mourning people? Wait, I'm gonna,
9: do, I'm wait, gonna go you know, ahead. Wait. and... <laughs> yeah, what's up? Was, Did everybody know that? I'm gonna. Everybody know how you I'm, know I'm know. sorry. Yeah, yeah. We
0: have truly just met. No, yeah, I'm not so. asking. Are you grieving right yeah, now? Getting, <laughs> you know what,
9: you know Didn't get that you know deep. What? You know what? It was it was because of the the story about killing myself. Kill you go ahead. You answer right. first, and I'm gonna see how you answer. How
0: long have you been here? Yeah. <laughs>
8: uh, I uh, no. I uh, I like the evening. <laughs> What's the next question? I'm doing great. I want to see if he will understand the next one. <laughs>
0: uh, oh God! You planning on doing any spring cleaning?
8: <laughs> what do you think that means,
9: Gerard? So I had two thoughts that went in my head. It was real fast. First one was, oh, he means, like, clean the house. Yeah. yeah. The second one was, does he mean do I want to kill somebody? And then was, and like my like my a mind, euphemism. Like, yeah, like do some goes, spring cleaning. It's got to be the first because the second one is too wild. So I will clean my house. Mm-hmm. I'm going yeah, to clean my house on March
0: 22nd. You have
8: a date picked out? That's when spring gotta tell, hits. I
0: got to tell you That's something. True. I believed you until you gave us a date. (laughs) Time to get out those mops, everyone. Wait a second. (laughs) Because there's a dead body. (laughs) Because lest we forget, this segment is very clearly about what spring cleaning. Spring cleaning. That's what this (laughs) is about. (laughs) <laughs> and yes. you know it, and we both know it. Yeah, we about I'm, ready. yeah we I'm ready. Yeah, we
9: yeah. did. A whole bunch of spring cleaning.
0: So we're going to help tonight's audience scrub off the musty residue of their past selves and emerge fresh and clean into 2023. Anyone who wants to cleanse their dirty laundry from this winter by getting something off their chest, please raise your hand. Remember, this is your dirty laundry, not, say, your co-workers or your boss's dirty laundry. We are scouring our own filthy souls, not dumping spaghetti sauce and red wine on them like this is an OxyClean commercial. So if you like something you want to get off your chest, you can do it anonymously and make up a name. This is your moment, and we'll uh, comment or help you through it. We promise it won't be about time travel.
8: I we will not I promise. make no such okay, promise. Wow. I will not. <laughs> I don't know where we're
0: going to take it. Hi. Uh, all right, time for some spring cleaning. What do you need to get off your chest?
7: I had a friend who was my friend for, like, really close friends mm-hmm. for, like, five years, and we went through a lot together. And she just all of a sudden stopped returning my texts and i guess what i want to get off my chest is like fuck you man (laughs) Uh, (laughs) that was a really shitty way to end a beautiful friendship
0: that sucks that really sucks
7: she loved alcohol more than she like liked our friendship, I guess. Oh, wait, hold wow. on a second. Well, <laughs> wait, hey, hold on. Wait, wait a second. Wait a second. Right,
0: wait. wait. a second. Seems like Nate stumbled across <laughs> a villain in her own story. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wait, a <second. laughs> wait a second. Um, I was gonna say, uh, Jonathan, have you ever been ghosted by a friend? I've been ghosted by like acquaintances. <laughs> you sure. know?
8: I've never been ghosted by like a close friend. I have been ghosted by people where I thought we were friends, and then I like showed up. To LA, and I was like, I'm here. And they didn't respond. And I was like, oh, that's where our friendship is. Nowhere. Um, so I did I cut that. them out of my life. I'm here, John. Thanks, Jarrah I oh. appreciate that. Yeah. Wow.
0: You're friends. And Are if you? you
8: ever ghost me. Wait a second.
0: <laughs> Sometimes I've had to go to a wedding and realize I'm being seated with the second cousins and the old high school oh, teachers to be like, yeah. oh, not as close as I thought. Yeah. Question for you. <laughs> Yes. Have you considered sending a message that says, I'm worried about you. I thought we were close. It makes me sad to know that we're not friends. And if you need anything and if you're going through something, I'm here no matter what.
7: Yeah, I essentially sent her that.
0: All right, well, then that does suck. All right, yeah. next person. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're back on board with that. Yeah,
9: yeah, damn. Draw, have you ever ghosted by a friend? Oh, crap. I've been the friend that goes um, to the, fr- wait, tough. no, but hear me out, Let me hear me out, hear me out. They okay? sucked. No, they didn't suck. I had a friend, okay, it was a good friend from like middle school and we were friends for a while, mm-hmm. but he would just call and the thing is, I was like, oh man, if I say I was here, he would just show up and just try to come in the back, like he would just do stuff. So I'm like, hey man, I'm about to go see a movie. He'd just show up to the movie. I could be on a date and he'd just show up to the movie. One time I had a birthday party But I only could have four people Because my mom said You got to pick your four closest friends Okay, okay. This it, was, was, it wasn't I'm realizing
0: me. that this We thought this was an adult person we did. Story. We all thought that
1: <laughs>
9: Well no No I wouldn't ghost somebody as an adult Yeah because you know
0: The term ghosting
8: didn't really
9: <laughs> But this, We all you're, got that you're one a friend young, You're a young man But got you're got not
8: that young. Young. <laughs> that young You know I'm what I right.
9: mean We all got that one friend okay Alright his name was Don't say his name <laughs> But it's a cool name though Alright Well okay it's I'm going to say the last name. His last name. No. Wait. That's, <laughs> that's, the, that's the worst That's the more you, unique part of the name. <laughs> that's why I love the name. Draw, oh you know what, though?
0: I'm so sorry. We're being rude. I won't rude. say his last We're name. being rude. I'll
9: say his social security <laughs> number. Yeah. Uh, the last name is so cool. You ever meet somebody with a name so cool, you like, damn.
0: Yeah. You got a cool last name. Yeah. You got a name like that. But it's okay, fine. I feel as though I was rude because we discovered midway that that was a story from your childhood. But we still want to hear the end. You had four people to pick. Your mom was taking you perhaps to a Chuck E. Cheese. I, so, so we had a place called Discovery Zone yeah. in D.C. Oh, yeah. D.C. yeah, Discovery yeah. Zone, okay. But
9: Discovery Zone, now as an adult, they used to charge like $20 or something for like a kid if you had a party. So I had to have four friends. So I picked I can't say no names no right? why
0: you I'm because you need the people need to know the names All of the right. people.
9: fine, I won't say the names. I got to pick Mark mm-hmm. uh Chuck, sure
8: Jamal mm-hmm. and Leroy.
1: <laughs>
8: I do appreciate the names got blacker I do <laughs> but I had to leave I had to leave Derek Todd, Todd, okay
9: <laughs> but Todd found out. And Todd showed up.
8: Well Todd was hurt. And then did your mom pay for him to come in?
9: Yes!
8: Oh, that's nice of you.
9: No, it ain't, you know, cause you know what happened? <laughs> My mom petty. My mom paid and she was super nice about it, but she was like, remember when we was going to KB Toys? <laughs> Todd took your KB <laughs> Toys. <laughs> That is perfectly petty. It's so petty. (laughs) Like, I didn't tell Todd to come because I didn't tell anybody at recess, right? right? Because I was like, hey, man, this is a secret. (laughs) This is a secret party because my mom gave me, like, little cards. It was, like, Willy Wonka um, tickets. So we had a little Willy
0: Wonka tickets. That is so sweet and sad. I think perhaps it's time for a second question.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Hello. Hi.
0: Um, Let's do some spring cleaning. What do you got?
7: So um, I moved to California 10 years ago for a job that I believed very strongly in. And I started to become disillusioned during the pandemic. And I realized that the company that I had worked for my entire career and really respected was like, just like every other trillion dollar company and actually really bad and anti-union. And I'm pretty ingrained in it. and I'm also like not doing a ton, (laughs) so I have a lot of free time, um, and I want to do something meaningful with my life. I have some serious golden handcuffs, and I can't afford to live where I live without working for this company, but I really want to do something that matters with the time that I have. I have to wiggle my mouse from nine to five, but I can do things on my laptop. Uh, What can I do to be better for the world when the world is so messed up right now?
0: God, that was beautiful. Whoa. So, first of all, do you have a Roomba? (laughs) Because I think if you just put the mouse on the Roomba, (laughs) it'll move the thing around. It'll jiggle. You just got to get something jiggling. I I hear that. Mm -hmm. I get that. I get that. I would focus on a specific thing.
8: Just, like, find a cause that you really, really care about and then find an organization that does really great work in that. You can donate your golden handcuff money there. (laughs) and also donate your time to it. Vote Save
0: America. Yeah, go to votesaveamerica.com and sign the All fuck right, up. Oh, yeah, look at that. Sabotage the company from the inside.
9: I <laughs> <laughs> yes! you want yes! to do. It? Sabotage them. Yeah. I don't know what company it is, but God damn it, you go inside, wiggle the keyboard and shit, <laughs> fuck them up. Hell yeah.
0: yeah. And then go that. Vote Save America. There we go, we did it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Let's do one more. Hi, what's your name, and what? Wait, wait, let's do some spring cleaning.
5: Hi, uh, my name is Tracy, and uh, I've had a very unfulfilling sex life lately.
9: Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is real. It's 9 o'clock? Hey, okay. hey real. real. Uh, this is real. Wait, I just looked right at you. I'm so sorry, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I was like,
2: oh, shit. No, this no. is my husband. Oh, he he's right <laughs> there. No.
9: <laughs> I'm your
8: brother. Okay, got God. Okay, well, that's okay, your problem. Go. I'm so
0: sorry. That's your problem I was right like, there. oh, my
8: God. Hey, he's like, no. Don't worry, it's awkward for a completely different reason.
0: (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry, please continue. You guys got to break up. (laughs) (laughs) This is gross. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry. What's up?
5: Uh, Yeah, so um, I guess I went through a breakup like last year, early last year and then I, um, you know, I've been going on on dates and then the last person that I really had an interest in like I was really like, kind of in love with this person mm. and they had sex with me and ghosted me.
0: Oh, so. oh that's tough. And that's the first person you were in love with since the long relationship? Yeah. yeah. That doesn't count. You're right. That's just your brain. That's just your brain. You're all yeah. right. They don't matter. Yeah. The first one you're just going to glom onto like a <laughs> barnacle on a ship. The ship can be any ship. The barnacle doesn't care how nice a ship it is. You're just like, oh my God, a ship. You, yeah. Then you've got to fall off and become a swan. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good ghost. You're good. That wasn't going to work. That was the rebound. You're fine. I
5: have to keep telling myself that yeah. or I'll go crazy. Yeah. 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 Um, and, and so then I tried hooking up with somebody just like to get something right. out there because yeah, mm-hmm. I was in a terrible rut. And uh, just two pumps and done. <laughs> oh, no. oh.
9: oh, Ouch. <laughs> You know, I heard in France, that's a compliment, you know? (laughs) like It's like a... It's another another way to look at it. Oh, man, I'm so excited to be here, you Um. know? But you know when that happens, the next time that happens, and it's not to catch you off, I learned this. When I was in high school, we had counselors that were, like, young and kind of right out of college, and I had a counselor who was like, hey, man, every man has a BDR, And I was like, what does that mean? He's like, that's a bad dick report. And that's when you get a two pump situation. And he goes, if you do that, you cannot be a selfish man. You have to eat until you can recuperate. (laughs) Because no one, his big thing was like, no one should go to bed sad, Okay, So the next time that happens, you should just grab his ass by the neck and say, "Uh uh-uh, you not done here, sir. And then you push his head down, Okay.
5: I'm gonna go back in the past and tell my past self that. There you right. go, Thank time you. travel.
8: Yeah, and
0: we brought it back. It's full.
8: Time social. travel Y'all and it look. Was a I, game.
0: And in conclusion, be open to love. And <laughs> should we do one more? Let's do one more. Let's go to Leroy.
7: <laughs> Ultimate
0: Jewish guilt. Yeah,
7: I lost my mother's ashes. We were spring cleaning, and we thought we knew where they were. They're not the, my dog and my mother are gone.
0: And I'm sorry to ask this. Were your dog and mother in one...
7: They are next to Come each on. other.
3: In the closet.
0: In the closet, side by side. Yeah. So this is more of a story about too strong of a spring cleaning. Yes. How recently did this happen?
7: We realized it like two weeks ago when we were cleaning.
0: And you can't... And they're gone?
7: We've looked everywhere. We cannot find them. Well,
0: <laughs> they weren't really in there, you know? <laughs> so... It's kind of okay. It was really kind of a totem of remembrance. So maybe you can, like, call something else that and then remember that the physical (laughs) dust was nothing, just a way of making ourselves feel better. (laughs) About the loss of a soul, which can't be found in the physical body the after thi- death. The
8: thing is, <laughs> the, the thing, hold on one he looked up so terrified. Yeah, he, he looked up like, I um, don't, I yeah. don't know what's <laughs> happening. Stop. I'm, there was there I'm was a, a certain cry of help in the voice. <laughs> as in.
0: I'm just saying, I have I have the approach of a Klingon. Once you're dead, <laughs> out the side of the fucking airlock. Yeah, you're gone. Sorry. Why not though? Right? Why not
8: have another thing to remember them by because ultimately that is what you were doing which is just remembering them and then maybe having them in a place of more honor I guess so that you don't lose it in the next spring cleaning
0: (laughs) which is not your fault and also um, this has been an ad for Apple AirTags (laughs) and we want to thank Apple AirTags for sponsoring Love It or Leave It Don't lose something important to you, like your car keys, or your dog's ashes, or your mother's ashes, or both. Apple AirTags. You can also use it to follow a woman. I got a theory for you. Oh, no. No, don't say, oh, God, I ain't saying nothing yet. (laughs) It's for real.
8: Let's hear it. They ghosts. Now, hear me
9: out. Hear me out. Okay? I like where this is going, I think. Because if the metal tin is gone, no sign. You don't see ashes anywhere? No sign they in the house, all right? Like, they in the house. When you're like, hey, what's that? Is somebody downstairs? Yeah, they downstairs, okay? When you're like, the mailman is like, hey, you got a new dog? No, it's your old dog, okay? All right? (laughs) When you're like, who keeps telling me how to clean the house? It's your mom and your ear being like, you really not gonna scrub that floor like that? That's what I'm
0: saying, they in the house. Betsy, I'm sorry that that happened to you and I'm sympathetic and even though what I said was maybe callous um,
3: I guess that was the ultimate ghosting
9: yeah. wow y'all on a yeah. roll yes. today
0: Okay, okay. Betsy what? wow wow as the old saying goes your mother's ashes are always in the last place you look uh, man everybody part of the yeah. show tonight. that was great yeah. that was great what a deep spring cleaning yeah and this was a segment about spring cleaning yeah thank you so much to Jonathan Girard this was so much fun they'll be back but go listen to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood when we come back we thank the Academy well you guys stick around you guys stick around All you right, guys right, stick,
9: right. Around. stick around will stick around
0: will stay on the couch man. that was great Just a quick reminder that our special bonus episode with the cast of Hulu's new limited series, History of the World Part 2, the hysterical sequel to Mel Brooks' 1981 film, dropped in your podcast feeds this past Monday, March 6th. Download to listen to us rant about the hottest, most timely headlines of the past 50 to 2,000 years. (laughs) Welcome back to the stage, Jenny Yang, Giovanni, and Louis Vertel. (laughs) To join Jarrah and Jonathan for this year's first annual Love It or Leave It Award show, The Lovies. And joining us on stage is this year's Little Miss Love It or Leave It (laughs) producer and colleague, Brian Semel. (laughs) I have in my hands this year's winners. Guys, give it up for our first award. And the award
2: for Salad Destroyer goes to Lewis. Thank you so much. I would like to thank the crew of Sweetgreen who are constantly in disbelief that I want two salads. And the reason I want two salads is they have specifically designed it so that one is exactly not enough food. If you have ever had a salad at Sweetgreen and thought to yourself, that was fulfilling, you are not a person. You are at most a koala. They look at me and they say, do you really want to spend, that's right, $41 on this? Are you sure you want to eat all this? And also, are you stupid? And I have to say, I have, the miso bowl is meant to be, it should be a pile of food, not just a a bowl of food. Thank you so much, and I deserve it. And the award for most
0: appreciative of Italian food after returning from a trip to Italy, it's Jenny Yang. Oh my God, God.
6: God. this is amazing. Thank you, John. Oh my God. I just want to thank the Academy for awarding me this. Um, I truly uh, went to Italy for the first time in November, and I came back completely fetishizing Italian culture. Um, Thank you for allowing an Asian to do that to Western culture. Thank you for letting me culturally appropriate. I thought I knew Italian food until I went to that country, and I truly became enamored. I came home, and immediately I bought an outdoor pizza oven. (laughs) The music. That is literally my entire personality right now. Thank you so much. Oh my god.
0: (laughs) Thank you, Jenny. Uh, And the award for most real and justified parasocial love for Pedro Pascal, it goes to John Lovett. (laughs) There's a lot of people out there who think they know Pedro Pascal just because he's funny and charming and handsome and has queer energy, Uh, and they think somehow that they can tell that they would be really great together and have a really fun time at a dinner and just have a conversation that never ends. And they're wrong. Because that's me. <laughs> Thank you.
2: Do you know Pedro Pascal was on the MTV show Undressed? Yes. In the early 2000s or whatever? Look it up. It's worth it.
0: Wait, the one, <laughs> is that the one where it was like three stories that were always yes.
2: overlapping and one
0: every six was gay?
2: Yeah, and also like the segments are like six seconds long apiece. Yes. Yeah, it was MTV attention spans, yeah.
0: Yes, and that show had gay kisses, but they weren't allowed to do the close-up. So anytime two straight people kissed, it was a close-up of two people kissing. But whenever a gay couple kissed, they went like down the fucking hall. <laughs> and the award for Angriest at Chris Rock, when there are obviously more important things going on in the world... It's Kendra.
3: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, As someone whose favorite movie in 2001 was Down to Earth, I did not think that I would be uh, accepting this award. Um, My first introduction to Jennifer Coolidge. I was going to say thank you to Chris Rock for his um, uh, rants against wokeness, his uh, divulging of his daughter's uh, being kicked out of private school, which is like really traumatic, um, and a whole bunch of other things. But I just wanted to take a moment to acknowledge how we got to his terrible special in the first place which goes back all the way to 1993 bear with me for a second this is time travel okay in in 1993 denzel washington was nominated for oh malcolm x thank you Um, yes okay who won that year
2: Oh, Al Pacino, set up a woman.
3: Thank you. So, okay, that was a seminal performance. Denzel Washington should have won Best Actor that year. Denzel Washington is then nominated again, and I think, in 1998. Best Actor, Hurricane?
2: Oh, it's 99, yeah. Thank
3: you, 99. um, Was nominated again in 1999. He loses again, whatever, that's fine. It's the least of the performances that he has nominated for. No, it's the second best performance he's nominated for. He's then nominated again in 2001 and wins for...
2: Training day, of course. Thank you.
3: Uh, Nominated against, and then who wins best actress that year?
2: Uh, Halle Berry.
3: Thank you. And that is the narrative that the Academy wanted to portray. And what I want to say is also nominated in 2001 was Will Smith for? Ali. That is the year that Will Smith should have won his Academy Award. He does not win that year. Will Smith then spends the next decades chasing that Academy Award. If we had just given Will Smith, and I want to say, not just Will Smith, but people of color in general, the awards that they fucking deserve when they are nominated for them, rather than their white peers thinking that, oh, they haven't earned this yet, they're new to the scene, let's give them a few years, let's make them earn it. That's how we fucking get Angela Bassett nominated for fucking Black Panther, when she should have won for...
2: What's love got to do with it?
3: Thank you. Yeah, of course. All right. So <laughs> don't. I have your job. Welcome. I can have your. I can have your job. <laughs> um, yeah. So what I just wanted to to emphasize here is that if we just give people of color, what they deserve, give them their things when they deserve them. If we don't just reserve years for people, like, this year is clearly, like, Asian-Americans year, and I think it's great (laughs) that Michelle Yeoh, no, it's amazing. I love that Michelle Yeoh is probably going to get that Oscar. I love that uh, Ki Hai Kuang is probably going to get that Oscar, but if we open it up where they can be nominated in every year, and not just the year when people think, like, this is the right, this is the cool thing to do, maybe we avoid, like, niggas getting. Slapped on stage. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Thank you.
0: Thank you, Kendra. Love it. And um, and the award for the King of Short Kings. <laughs> you haven't heard who won yet. Come on, I'm the shortest king on this stage. Sorry, go ahead. I'm ready. Draw it's yours. <laughs> Woo!
9: <laughs> we did it.
0: I'd like to accept
9: this award for every man under six foot people don't understand our struggle okay on dating apps we gotta lie and you get kicked off the dating app but you know what we can do we can go on a plane all right we can go on a plane and we ain't got to get extra seating all right we can just kick our legs let me tell you why because those tall motherfuckers they stiff okay and i always put my seat back so they knees can't move because they too goddamn tall all right we can get in convertibles, all right? And we can stretch the fuck out, all right? Because we got got little legs so we can do shit, okay? When somebody tall tries to mess with you, you can punch them in the gut because you're really close to their gut because they tall as shit, all right? No, I'm not done, I'm not done, all right? (laughs) And so what, you know what? We're tall enough to ride on the ride, okay? All right, and it's a big deal because when you're little and you're a little kid, you don't think you'll be able to get on that ride because you ain't growing like the rest of the kids the rest of the kids can get on the ride. But you gotta get on, you gotta get some print style boots to get on the ride. But you can get on that ride, okay? you get on. Oh. You blocking the light. We did
0: it. That was really moving to me. Thank you. I had to put a stack of napkins in my shoes so that I could ride the rides. Because I really wanted to ride the rides. I get that, man. I used to put two doctor shows heels in the heel
9: and that way your feet are off so you kind of could be on your tippy toes in your shoe give you extra three inches
2: yeah
3: meanwhile I've been this height since I was 11
2: lucky wait napkins in your shoes was this also during the great depression (laughs) Uh. yes we were riding the
0: rails (laughs) my family of vaudeville performers traveling from town to town
6: the good old days (laughs) (laughs) And now,
0: the award for the best one liner in a movie. This goes to Jonathan. Congratulations. I've never
8: spoken more than one line in a movie before. Where to? know where the fuck you live oh i'm sorry um can
7: i go to sag second and barry
8: it's really uh yeah i mean you know it was funny because it's like i went into the audition and i said that line and uh and they were like that's funny and then i did it and uh now uh people will not stop sending me tiktoks of myself saying that line. The great thing is I don't get residuals for it, but a lot of people have seen my face and don't know my name. Guys, thank you so much for this
0: award. Congratulations. 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 And now the award for best kiss of 2002 it goes to Giovanni. Yeah.
1: Oh my gosh, wow, I didn't understand the assignment, and I am not into follow-up questions. I am just so proud to have won Best Kiss of 2002. I thought for sure it was gonna go to Spider-Man or American Pie 2. But no, it went to me. And it is just an honor to be half black and half Asian and to finally get what we deserve. Finally. This is for all of us. I understand this segment.
0: (laughs) Wow, that was incredible. Thank you so much. Uh, And that was The Lovies. When we come back, we'll end on a high note. Because we all need it this week, here it is, the high note.
5: Hi, it. This is Heather. I'm an internal medicine resident in New Hampshire, and my high note of this week, and maybe even this year, was that on my one day off and a 12-day stretch, I went with a couple of my co-residents to testify at the New Hampshire State Capitol against some anti-trans bills that are being proposed. It was an awesome experience. I got to share about my brother, Justin, who happens to be trans, and um, all the support that the medical community has for trans people and trans children. Um, So I'm just really glad that we did it. Uh, It was an amazing experience. I listen to your show every week, and I think without that motivation that I get from listening to you, I don't think I would have done it. So thank you for all you do.
4: Hi, love it. This is Rachel from Minneapolis. And my high note for this week is that by the time this episode airs, I'll be in Denver paying a surprise visit to my very good friend Katie to celebrate the fact that she just completed her PhD in molecular biology. I know you had a PhD high note last week, too. So tis the season, I guess. Um, Katie has been one of my favorite people on this earth since I met her at 10 years old. And now at 27, she's just earned the doctor title. And it's just mind blowing. Simply amazing. After being so many miles apart for the past few years, I'm just excited to hug her and be able to cheers to all of the amazing work that she's going to do in the world of cancer research. I also have her to thank for introducing me to Love It or Leave It, so obviously her impact on my life has been immeasurable. I love you and congratulations, Dr. Hoff, and thanks, Love It, for the laughs every
7: week.
8: Hey, Love It. My name's Daniel. I'm in Houston, Texas, and
2: uh, I just got done listening to your most recent episode with Ms. Pat and she had me rolling. But uh, my high note is that I just recently started a new job out here in Houston, and I am working with a team that is helping to make sure that homeless veterans and other disenfranchised groups can get into internships with uh, ABA. And uh, it feels good to be able to not only fill my bank account, uh, which has finally helped me feel above water, but also to fill my heart with a worthy cause. Thank you for being part of my moral compass and love the show. Love you guys. Have a good one.
8: Hi, I love it. My name is Heather and I live in Washington state. My high note is that I've been working with a group of excitable eighth grade students that were disturbed to find out Washington has no minimum age to marry. As long as a judge signs off, we've been working it through the state legislature and tonight it passed the Washington state house unanimously. Listeners who live in Washington state should definitely contact their state senators and encourage them to end child marriage. Together, we can finally get this done. Thanks for all you do and have a great week.
0: Thanks to everybody who sent in a high note tonight. If you want to leave us a message about something that gave you hope, call us at 323-538-2377. That is our show. Thank you so much to Jonathan Braylock, Jerome Milligan, Jenny Yang, Giovanni, Louis Vertel, Kendra James. There are 605 days until 2024 elections. Have a great night. Thanks for coming out and have a great weekend. Love It or Leave It is a Crooked Media production. It is written and produced by me, John Lovett and Lee Eisenberg. Kendra James is our executive producer. Brian Semmel is our producer. And Malcolm Whitfield is our associate producer. Hallie Keeper is our head writer. Sarah Lazarus, Jocelyn Kaufman, Pulvi Gunal, and Peter Miller, Rebecca Kaplan, Alan Pierre, and Chandler Dean are our writers. Bill Lance is our editor. And Kyle Seglin and Stephen Cologne are our audio engineers. Our theme song is written and performed by SureSure. Sure. Thanks to our designers, Jesse McClain and Caroline Haywood, for creating and running all of our visuals, which you can't see because this is a podcast. Podcast, and to our digital producers Zuri Irvin, Milo Kim, Mia Kelman, and Matt DeGroot for filming and editing video each week. So you can, you can find those glorious videos at our YouTube page, youtube.com/slash/at Love It or Leave It Podcast. Who do we have to kill to get that name? Subscribe to Love It or Leave It on YouTube for access to video versions of your favorite segments and other exclusive content. Don't forget to follow us at Crooked Media on IG and Twitter. And if you are as opinionated as we are, consider dropping us a review.